going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the President of the United States of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you today? Fine. It's a, some low energy, Mr. President. Let's let's wake up. We got some we got some new listeners who've come on this past week. We are growing every single week, and uh, we appreciate everyone. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Unless you Google. were one of the people, excuse me. Unless you were one of the people that didn't show up in Tulsa, then you can go fuck yourselves. Well, of course, if you were one of the people in Tulsa, I don't want your five stars. We don't want it. But if, if you, you were one of the great people who showed up to Tulsa five star on three different devices but not if you're one of those nasty people who didn't show up to try and embarrass the president go listen to you know pod save you know liberals or whatever they do (laughs) well you can listen guys on itunes stitcher iHeartRadio, google play and spotify spotify and uh leave a review rate it five stars mr president you're you're you seem in a bad mood I, i'm i'm sorry usually you have more more energy you're i have Tulsa. great energy I, have, okay. I was trying to hold it in i didn't want to come off nasty but the fact okay. of the matter remains this country and a lot of nasty people in it you know i call them the the loud minority and i'm not just talking about blacks and latinos i'm talking about like the statistics okay we're talking the numbers not just the skin color minorities but they want to embarrass the president and they don't love this country. They're going to do voter fraud. They're rapists. They're murderers. These are disgusting people who hate this country and we're going to take them down one way or the other. Second amendment, fifth amendment, 25th (laughs) amendment. I don't care which amendment (laughs) we're going to put them all the amendments in a very heavy book and drop it on their head. That's how we're going to do with the amendments. So no, I'm in a great mood. I'm actually in a great mood. Now, Mr. President, the Tulsa rally, where do we start? You had, you had 6,200 people there. The, the place fits 19,200. You also had another area across the street. You were expecting between 40 to 60,000 people. You had many people RSVP and reply. What happened? I think they were scared off outside because Pence was going to be there and he had set up, big gay Mike Pence had set up uh, his glory hole where he was going to do prayer, you know, glory to God. He was setting up a glory hole. That's how I took it. He said he was setting up a glory hole and he said glory to God because he's a strong Christian. And I think a lot of people didn't want to do that. Okay. With the COVID, which by the way, we've defeated, but is all of a sudden the, the fake news wanted to scare people away from my great rally. So there was so many, it was like a conspiracy of nastiness. That's what we're calling it. And I think between the fake news and the fake doctors and the Dems and the minorities, I think they, they, were, they were out to get me. And, you know, they, they're not going to defeat me. They're not going to defeat me. But they, you know, they showed how nasty and disgusting they're going to be going into this election, which we're going to win strongly. Well, you, you are blaming the opposing side. Now, these TikTokers, these K-pop people. Uh, we call that, wow, you put the hard R on TikTokers, okay? <laughs> what, they're TikTokers? 
No, I, you know what? I didn't expect, I don't know you. You're a new tech stuff guy. Uh, what, Greg, was it Greg? It's Jay. Well, Greg, it was your new tech stuff guy. And I didn't thought, I, you know, I kind of respect the fact that you came out with the hard R. It shows me that you're not a PC guy. Cause I believe me when I saw those, those kids, those TikTokers, okay. With the hard R, you know, they, they, are, something's got to be done about them. They, are, they're bad people. Mr. President, they only, I think, made, I think, six, seven hundred tickets they made disappear. But what happened? You can blame the opposing side all you want. What about your people who didn't come out? What scared them off? Was it COVID that scared them off? We don't want Republicans are very well known for not coming out. Okay. (laughs) They keep it a secret. So I don't expect my people to come out. But I expect them, you know, they're human. They're human beings with families. And when the fake news does nothing but talk about death and COVID and death and COVID and blacks burning down stores and COVID and death and blacks and COVID and death and black death COVID, you know, that's going to scare a lot of people. I, I, I understand. It doesn't scare me, but it scares a lot of our great people who, you know, black death COVID, COVID death, black TikToker, please. You know, there's, there's it's, it's a deadly combination it's a nasty combination and it's i i appreciate that our people might have been nervous i don't want them to be nervous but they you know if you're walking down the street and there's a covid a tiktoker a black and death walking by you're going to be kind of nervous you're going to be not too happy to see those we call them the not fantastic four mr president there was a this was a, it was a recipe for disaster. You had six staffers test positive for COVID that got out right before your rally started. Um, today, two more staffers. And as you know tested. from last week, if you listened to the episode last week, the biggest problem there is we tested. Guess how many of them would have tested positive if we didn't do a test? Zero. You got it. Okay, we've got a new tech stuff guy. This is the first time I think we might bring somebody back. Hard R's, and he understands testing. This is, this is the kind of person that we could go right to the election with. We got Greg, the tech stuff, hard R. <laughs> Mr. President, shouldn't you be a little more annoyed at your supporters? Because for, for what? For being, excuse me, for being great Americans or for being great people? Well, just making you look silly. You you hype up your rallies. You said there no, no, was there was sixty two hundred. How many people came to your rally last week? I didn't have one. Exactly. So <laughs> we had sixty two hundred great Oklahoma Americans, great Oklahoma Americans, and between you know the the media, well, COVID. Oh, Juneteenth. Oh, Tulsa. Oh, Black Massacre. Oh, death. Oh, Co- Tulsa. Watchmen. You know, HBO shows. Every everything was. Everything was being thrown at my supporters. So I'm very proud. Okay. Excuse me. Proud. It's called pride. Okay. In the name of love. Remember pride with you two and Boner? Mm-hmm. They it's sang, Bono. Bono. But... Excuse you. Yeah. Okay. I know how to say his name. Okay. And they came out strongly. They can't, you know, Joe Biden has rallies. He can't even get his family to go to the rally. I had 6,200 great Oklahoma Americans. Okay. And the rest, I don't blame my great. You've seen how many rallies I've had in the past. My people, they love me. They'll come out to many rallies. But when they turn on the news and it's Watchmen, it's Tulsa, it's death, it's blacks, it's death. Right. Black, it's death, COVID, Watchmen, COVID. 
it's COVID. It's it's this nonstop. They're trying to attack my followers with these sad, scary messages, and I don't blame them. They're only human, my great supporters. They can't get me. I'm not scared of anything, but they, you know, they can get my supporters, and that's. I know they're still going to vote for me. I know they're going to. They're not going to let be scared away from voting. But you know, a rally is is not a vote. It's it's important, but it's not as important. We love the vote, and you know, it's it's a disgusting thing that's happening in this country. But Mr. President, can I ask you a few questions that I've I've noticed through videos of the rally? I noticed that for some reason, I don't know. Do you do this, or is it just happen naturally? But I noticed all the black Trump supporters were like segregated to their own section. Was that on purpose or that just was that coincidental? We have black Trump supporters. <laughs> you didn't see that video? They were dancing. Uh, I think it was. Well, I mean, um, you know, I know they're dancing. I just didn't. <laughs> of course, they're dancing. They're playing basketball. They're probably eating chicken, you know, doing just. You know, I mean, that doesn't mean they were there, you know, but that's great. We, we've, we've done great outreach to the African-American community. So, you know, that's a great, that's a great thing. But I'm asking you, were they segregated on purpose or that's just how well, they, they probably sat? all came together and, and decided to, you know, they're big families. You ever see the cookout? They go to the, do cookouts. So they come with the big family and they, you know, they probably all bought their seats, you know, got reserved their seats together. So I think it's nice to see them all in, in a nice sort of grouped together, you know, separate but equal. And it's a great, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Okay. So you did not segregate them at your rally? No, you, no to be honest, I didn't even know they were going to be there. Usually if I see blacks, I put them behind me so they're on camera and give them signs <laughs> that say uh, Trump, black for Trump. Oh, always a thinking man. Now, Mr. President, also at the rally you used the term Kung flu to describe COVID and with a hard G the hard, So Kung flu. That's a hard G. <laughs> Never heard Kung Fu pronounced that way. Kung flu. <laughs> well, because you're not pronouncing it correctly. Can you, can you, can you teach me? This is only because of my great studies with Xi in China that I can say this properly. Okay. Okay, this is how you say it. Are you ready? I'm so ready. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's not so much you're saying the G for a long time. It's giving an extra energy. It gives a strength to it. You, you as somebody of the West, somebody of the West says Kung Flu, and it's like that's not how they say it. I don't know what's so funny. I've you know I've studied these things uh, very strongly. Uh, uh, I I wasn't expecting that dialect. I just I just didn't. Well, it's you know you try to be respectful. <laughs> uh, um, all right. Well, it, that's considered a lot of people consider that a, a, a racist slur, a racial slur. Not uh, my great describing. press secretary. My great press secretary says not racist. I know how. How do you? Th she, what she's saying is that in order to know where the the virus came from, you putting the I don't do it as well as you, but the kung at the beginning. Kung. <laughs> you gotta get it. You gotta really get it. The beginning, um, just 
describes where the virus is from. Don't you think that's a, that's a reach? Can you just say uh, COVID-19 originated in China, then giving it this? Yeah, well, we had other names for it. Flujitsu. <laughs> I like Flujitsu a lot better, actually. Oh, I got a little cough. We got Fujitsu. We got Taekwon uh, Taekwon flu. I, I like Fujitsu for sure. That's. I think you should name that for your next rally. It's Fujitsu. I think. Well, we're gonna tweet it. We're gonna tweet it and see if it catches fire. Fujitsu. I like Fujitsu. Uh, okay, what else is gonna ask you? I'm sorry. That was. Uh, I wasn't expecting that dialect. Like I said before. So the racial slur nouns the president. Not a racial slur. Not Ka- a racial slur. That's Kaylee right. McEnany clearly said not a racial slur. Now, there's two more things I want to talk to you about the rally. The first thing, uh, your next rally is in Phoenix, Arizona tomorrow at the Dream City Church. You'll be going with Kimberly Guilfoyle, which is your son's girlfriend, which is a little strange. Yes. Well, you know what? <laughs> Don Jr. needs to learn who the big dog is in the family. And he did that humiliating interview. Did you see him interview me on, on, on like Fox? He did an interview of me, and it was the most pathetic thing. And I got to tell you, Arizona, there's two things that are going to happen. One, there's going to be a bunch of blonde, dumb sluts in church for the first time going to my great rally. And the second is Kim Guilfoyle is going to fuck a president. <laughs> if Don Jr. is listening. J- let's, okay, let's just explain something to you. Don Jr. is a weak-chinned bitch, okay? And I have, I have not liked this guy for so long. He's so desperate. He's as, you know, as the blacks would say, he's thirsty. He's very thirsty for my approval. And he thinks he's t- he grew a beard to cover his lack of a chin, and he hunts... He hunts animals, but like in a very weak way. He doesn't do like the Joe Rogan type hunting. He just hires people to like trick bears out of caves and then kills them. Right. So, and then to make matters worse, I have a beautiful, you know, she's 50, so it's kind of gross, but I have a beautiful wife. Okay. My Lanta and great body. Great. You know, just great. Everything does whatever you want. You know, like, you know, she still hasn't lost that. I need a green card hunger in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. So, Don Jr. goes and gets Gavin Newsom's ex-wife, which is already a weak move to go get the scraps of a Democrat. He gets Gavin Newsom's ex-wife, who looks like she literally paid a plastic surgeon to make her look like Melania. So I said, you, wanna, you want your girlfriend to look like my wife, Madagascar? Well, then I'll tell you what we're going to do. I'm going to get confused in Arizona, okay? You know, everybody thinks I'm losing it. Well, maybe I lose it for 20 or 30 minutes and think my son's girlfriend is my Lanta and she's going to get a ton of presidential, you know what? Okay? Orange Cheeto. No, we're going to make a, we're going to make a cannoli out of uh, Guilfoyle. She's going to have a lot of Trump cream filling, if you know what I mean. And then she can go back to Don Jr. and he'll, he'll understand his place in the world. Uh <laughs> Well, Mr. President, uh, there's one more thing I wanted to ask you. Your walk off the helicopter. Well, like after- Phil Foyle. We're going to Phil Foyle, <laughs> if you know what I mean. She's no longer going to be Gilfoyle. 
Mr. President, the walk well, I just think it's important. I think it's, and then the people see that I'm strong, even with my own family. I just think that, you know, you don't come, you don't, you don't, you don't bring your girlfriend into the White House thinking that she's going to compete with um, melanoma. No, I agree, Mr. President, but I wanted to know when you landed at the White House and you walked off the helicopter, your tie was undone, you looked like... You look like a man who just got fired and found out his wife was divorcing him. You looked real, really broken. Now, were you just tired or were you really upset about the whole Tulsa rally? Please, I want to know what was going through your head. You know, unfortunately, we have in this country so many people who now work in their flip-flops and T-shirts and they're, they're called they're tech people. They go to work in jeans and T-shirts and, you know, they take their scooter to work. And, you know, they go to their vegan, vegan juicer after work and they, do, they don't understand what a real businessman is. When you get home at one in the morning from a long night at work, you're not still wearing the tie. You're not, of course, of course I was tired. I was just entertaining 26,000 people in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I was just giving the greatest speech they've ever heard. And then I have to fly back across the country to do business and to work at the White House. So I don't know what these people who take like their scooter to their tech job in San Francisco expect, but they don't know how real business people work. You know, I'm not going to be wearing a tie at one in the morning, getting home from a trip to Oklahoma. You know, you unwind. I'm on my home. You know, the White House is my home right now. So I'm on the lawn. I'm relaxing. And, you know, I went upstairs and, and uh, kissed Ivanka goodnight and, and went, to, uh, went to bed. It's a normal night. All right. Well, that sounds like a normal night, Mr. President, and my apologies. Now, Mr. President, this past weekend, uh, I've been getting into playing online poker. Are you, you're not a gambling man, even though you've, you've owned a lot of casinos. Are no, you? I, like, uh, you know, I do some sports gambling once in a while, but uh, poker is I'm not a, I, you know, I, I could, I'm sure, be very talented at it, but I don't do, uh, I don't do poker right now. Well, I'm playing I mean, poker. I'm going to do, do poker in Arizona tomorrow with Kim Guilfoyle. <laughs> Take that, Don Jr., Oh, Mr. President, I've been playing she's poker. Gonna get, on, you know, you, you ever heard yes. they, uh, they say like a hard eight? Well, she's going to get a hard three. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> well, Mr. President, I've been playing poker on with our, with our new sponsor, and they've been with us for, for over a month so far, betonline.ag. Great people over there. Great and people. I better, am uh, Better than you. Better than you. Okay, well, I'm, I'm making sports bets on there. I am uh, playing some poker in their casino because there's no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partner, betonline.ag. Sports are slowly making its way back. We got NASCAR, we have UFC and soccer leading the way. BetOnline has all the best odds and lines for the upcoming matches this weekend. Do you need more? BetOnline has simulated NFL, NBA. Yes, why didn't you let me answer? Yes, okay. Do you need I would more? like, excuse me, I would like to hear more about our great sponsor, betonline.ag. You ask, and then you're, you're like, you know, you ask me, and then I want to say something nice, and then you, you, you don't let me answer. I'm sorry, it's usually a rhetorical question, but I should have let you answer. BetOnline has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening every day live for you to check out. So you can bet on people playing video games, Mr. President. And looking for something else other than sports, BetOnline has hundreds of live casino games. That's where I played some poker, poker tournaments, and all the best props in the business. Visit betonline.ag 
or use your mobile device and join now to receive your new welcome bonus and start playing today. Bet online, your online sports book experts. That's betonline.ag. So if you have, want to play some poker or play some bets on sports, lots of UFC and NASCAR, betonline.ag is the place to go. And guess what? I've got a, I've got a, a bonus bet for our listeners. If they allow you to bet on Will Donald Trump, bang Kim, Kim Guilfoyle tomorrow, bet the house because it's <laughs> happening. Also, Mr. President, this week on Thursday, that's June 25th, we are doing another monthly live pod for our Perfect 10 Patreon Patriots. So you can join the Patreon Patreon. It sounded like you said June 13th. June 25th. I'm sorry. And that is this Thursday at, uh, we're doing it at 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Eastern. 8 p.m. Eastern. That's 5 p.m. West Coast. And that's 8 p.m. East Coast with Kim Guilfoyle telling Don. <laughs> She's going to give a play-by-play. That would be awesome. And that's patreon.com slash MP. Sorry, I got I to gotta, I gotta, I get emotional because I'm so excited. She's going to, that's at 8 o'clock. That's when, and that night, that's when she's going to break it to Don Jr. That, you know, she got the... Uh, she she went original style. Well, I can't wait to see that. Uh, so that's our uh, Perfect 10 Patreon Patriots. That's 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Thursday, June Live 25th. show, live Q&A. We, ask, we answer all the questions. We answered every single question. It makes for a great episode. Obviously, if you can't make the live Q&A, it then becomes an episode on the Patreon for only perfect 10 but i think it's more fun if you join the episode definitely you got to upgrade to the perfect 10 if you want to join that or listen to it and also as a bonus at the perfect 10 level next week there will be an exclusive trump video like we did last week which people were very very impressed by it was a great video that's right so lots of exclusive content bonus episodes movie review shows so that's choose whatever level is good for you patreon.com slash mpga Mr. President, we're going to move on from the Tulsa rally and talk about a guy who you're not that fond of, and that is John Bolton. He sang terrible songs in the 1980s, <laughs> and now he's a mustached piece of shit. I think we're not talking about the same Bolton. How am I supposed to live without you? Very nicely, actually. Well, it's not Michael Bolton. We're talking about John I know Bolton. it's not. Why would I talk about who's Michael Bolton? You were talking about music. That's a musician. Well, you know, people don't think I'm into music. I like music. John Bolton called you incompetent, Mr. President. And I called him a mustachioed piece of shit, so I think I win the insult. He also said the Democrats are just as bad, so that might make you feel a little better. So no, it's... he's still a mustachioed piece of shit. Okay. And uh, he, he did say that you um, are very bad for this country. He didn't say many flattering things about you, Mr. President. You, do you know what I said about him? Yes, you, you called him a piece of shit. No, I said he was a terrible advisor. Okay, well, he's a terrible advisor too, and a piece of shit. I don't know why you're calling him a piece of shit, but he's a terrible advisor. He was, he was so bad at the job, he's been fired by like five presidents. He's ugly he's angry he's a he's a hawk they call him a hawk uh always wants to go to war doesn't like peace doesn't like prosperity he's just an unhappy uh you know mustachioed piece of shit 
So, so you really like him? He is, if you look at all the people I've hired, he is in a 37-way tie for worst person I hired. Because normally I hire all the best people, and it turns out that we had a couple of dozen that were maybe, you know, they started as the best people, and then when I got unhappy with them, they were no longer the best people. Yeah, you have a lot of, it's almost like The Apprentice has come to the White House. How many people that you have fired? Do you think maybe you have to do a, a new way of vetting uh, possible employees because you fire so many of them? Well, I can say that tomorrow in Arizona, I'll be vetting Kim Guilfoyle. You really, really want to piss off Don Jr., huh? I mean, you really, um, this is something that you really have your eyes set on. Is this, is this more important than the rally itself? I mean, I think it's very odd that you brought your son's girlfriend. She's the only one coming with you. Pence is somewhere else tomorrow. Uh, probably looking for that glory hole. <laughs> very strong faith. Uh, no, Kim Guilfoyle, I think we, you know, if... You know, we want to get great people at the rally. We want to encourage people to come to the rally at the, at the church, a great place of faith. So I think, you know, what better way to get people there than if I have sex with Kim Guilfoyle on stage? Um, you're going to have sex with her on stage in the middle of the rally. Is that what you really plan on doing, Mr. President? You know, I think it's possible. I think if, you know, it's possible. It's great for, would you admit it's great for ratings? I think it would be awesome for ratings. I think um, then you have to answer questions about being a homewrecker and someone who... Well, they're just dating. Who cares? Yeah, but then also you have to answer questions about having sex with your son's girlfriend <laughs> behind his back at, at a rally on national TV. I mean, that's... Well, then it's not behind his back. It's on TV. It's very upfront. It's called. It's called, you know... Up front. It's called up front. <laughs> it's, it's being very honest, too. Well, I think it's, you know, but come on. It's, she's dating Don Jr. You think she has, like, strong morals or, or, or some kind of sense of decency? Well, I, th I think she must like him to be with him unless she's using him for a power position. I really don't know Kimberly, well, so be, I can't you make know, She might be using him to get to me. Who's to say that maybe she's not the one doing this? Has she flirted with you at family functions in the past? No, I think she's actually disgusted by me, which is why it's going to be so much more pleasurable for me. <clears throat> so you like it better because she, she's disgusted by you? Well, that's the power move. And no, of course she's going to, you know, I don't want to get into any sort of, uh, you know, let's just say if she's with Don Jr., she's a power player. She's not, uh, you know. She's not into the whole love and romance thing. So this, so it's an investment, this relationship? Is that what you're saying? I think so. I think, you know, she's gotten through Don Jr. And now she, she's going to have her opportunity with me. And I think that's a great thing. It's going to be, we're calling it Arizona banging your son's girlfriend on stage fest. Well, whoever made that name up, I think, should have thought a little longer about it because I think you could have made it shorter, maybe a little catchier. I don't know how that's going to fit on a banner. Uh, I hope you use the right text because it's a very long name, but I, I think it's a, it's a good starting point, Mr. President. 
Well, I have a prediction. What's going to happen is I'll, I'll give the people the one tonight. I'm going to, she's going to bring me on stage. She's going to have her big tits up and she's going to be saying, you know, talking stupid. You know, she's, she's not very talented. And she's going to bring me on. And then I'm going to say, how about that, Kim? How about that Don Jr.? He's a lucky, he's a, let me tell you, if I wasn't married, I would, uh, I would have a go at it. And I'm going to say that and they're all going to cheer because they're, Mountain Dew white trash in Arizona. And it's then the you're just going to have a go at it? Is that the plan? Uh, we'll see what happens. Okay, that's fair. Well, Mr. President, besides this rally tomorrow, other stuff in the news, this is very disturbing. Bubba Watson, uh, the only black race car driver in NASCAR, he is at a race today and in his garage this morning, there was a noose hanging in his garage. Um, how do you feel about that? I think that's awful trying to change NASCAR and really um, we're having some fight. Well, you know, first of all, Bubba is his name Bubba. Um, yes. It was Bubba. Yes. Well, that's cultural appropriation. Okay. He's a black using Bubba. Bubba is that's white culture. So the fact that he's race car driving and his name's Bubba already tells me that he's cultural. He's a culture vulture. That's what they say. He's culturally appropriating. And I don't like it. Our white culture, you know, is not to be used by other people. Just it's a great culture that we have. So I don't like that. First off. Secondly, how do we know it was a noose? It might've been just a rope necktie. Those are very, well, I'm just saying those Those are are popular. You know, I, I've I've looked at some of the magazines, and I think that they were saying that that might be a fashionable trend called a fashion trend. So, you know, we're all going to be wearing them now at the White House. Uh, we're going to be wearing rope neckties because it's a fashion look. It's not. It's it's called fashion. It's not a noose. And I think this guy might be pulling a uh, um, a Jeffrey uh, a Jeffrey Mullet, the guy from Chicago from Empire, Jeffrey Mullet. Remember him? Yes, I, I do remember Jeffrey Mullet from the show Empire. He was he made the whole thing up. He made the whole thing up. So I think we might have another Jeffrey Mullet situation. Well, let's let's hope he's not lying about that, and let's hope that we can figure out and ask Karn to have. Um, well, I think he some needs to go piece. to sensitivity training. I think the libs are always into the sensitivity training, but I think if he's <laughs> trying to steal white culture and white names, I think you know there's some like if there was a white guy in the NBA who called himself, you know, uh, DeAndre has a lot of babies, people would say, well, that's. Yeah, that's that's our that's that's a white guy stealing our culture. So I think it's a disgrace, and I think if NASCAR had any guts, they they'd throw him out. Throw him out for for cultural appropriation of of First using a white name appro- for the appropriation, and then secondly, for doing a a, a Jeffrey Mullet. So you think he's faking this? Oh, I think it's a total fake. I think that's wrong to think that, but I think it's wrong to fake it. Well, I don't think he's faking it. I think it's uh, well, something real. It's a, going on. There's been a lot of. I think uh, he's an African American named Bubba, and I don't trust that. <laughs> you don't trust a white, uh, a black guy named Bubba. I don't. Wasn't I do not, isn't wasn't in Forrest Gump, the black guy Bubba Gump Bubba, Bubba he, wasn't and, Bubba and it was he, Bubba Shrimp. And he, 
and he died. So what's your point? There's a black guy named Bubba. Well, first of all, that was a fictional Bubba. <laughs> and he died because, you know, Forrest knew that that was disrespectful of his, uh, of his culture. Do you think Forrest Gump really took him out? No, I didn't take him out, but I think you put that sort of energy in the world, bad things can happen. Well, I, I don't think uh, I don't think there's necessarily a, a a white name or a black name. It's I think Bubba can be for anyone, and I don't think he's lying because I think there's a lot of horrible stuff that's going on with. Well, they took away their Confederate flag. They took away their great flag, so there's got to be repercussions. It's not a great flag. That we went over this. This flag stands. It was racism. my third rated flag of all flags on the Flag Day bonus episode. <laughs> Patreon available for all Patreon people. I know it was your third favorite. It shouldn't be your favorite at all, Mr. President. Well, we know what my favorite was. And I we're know. not going to say it. We won't. We'll keep our mouth They've shut. They've got to go to the Patreon. They do. Mr. President, we have, we have two more topics today. This episode uh, has gone on long enough. I've got to pop some, uh, you know, some some pregame drugs for uh, Kim Guilfoyle. Are you flying out tonight or are you flying out tomorrow for Arizona? We're going to fly out tomorrow, private plane. And, uh, you know, as a, we might, who knows, we might join the, uh, the mile high club. <laughs> Before you even get to Arizona, you're going to do this. Well, we'll see. I think, you know, she's, you know, she's no melatonin, but she's, uh, she's Don Jr.'s lady, and I, I want to put him in his place. Well, I still don't agree with you, but Mr. President, we talked about firing people. You're firing people nonstop. And this, this is, I'm confused about this because Jeffrey Berman, uh, former U.S. Attorney General, he, Bill Barr said that he resigned. And then he Total said, resignation. Right. Then uh, Jeffrey Berman said he never resigned. And then Bill Barr said he fired him. And now it came out today that you actually were behind firing Jeffrey Berman, which is strange because they were looking into you and Giuliani uh, financial records and things like that. It, don't you think it's strange that whenever someone is looking into your affairs, they suddenly get fired? Well, I think it's very clear. Don't look into my affairs. <laughs> That's corrupt, Mr. President. You can't no, do no, that. No, no, no. It's called good practices. If you're looking, I'm the least corrupt person in the world. The least. No corruption. Zero. So if you're looking into me, that means you're wasting time. And you're not good at your job because I can tell you I'm zero corruption. So if you're spending all this money, government tax money, okay, this is American people money. If you're spending the tax money and wasting the tax time looking into the least corrupt person, then you're not very good at your job. You're terrible at your job. So the least corrupt person wanted to replace Jeffrey Berman with a golf partner who has no experience in the legal system whatsoever. No experience as a prosecutor, but no, that's what you want. You want great people of great integrity. We need great people of integrity and talent. If you're making them an attorney general, they should have gone to law school. You don't think so? U.S. attorney, U.S. attorney, attorney general should be yes. a, should be an attorney. Uh, 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 you know, but if you're going to be uh, if you're going to be a U.S. attorney, I think you just have to be 
you know, from the United States and somebody that likes attorneys. And just likes laws or doesn't have to like just laws? Just enjoys them, you know, likes to read them sometimes. Just the, you, you just I, want a quality person who has an eye for talent. And, and this Berman, he was investigating me and investigating people close to me, and I'm the least corrupt person. That's, in other words, if, if a cop came up to you, okay? Okay. And said, in your neighborhood, we found a law that we're looking for a six foot eight Latino man who's been committing many crimes in the neighborhood. Okay. And then the cop comes to you and arrests you for that crime. Wouldn't you say you shouldn't even be a cop? You're doing such a bad job. You're looking for something totally opposite. And yet you're arresting me for this. That's what Berman was. He's looking for crimes in the, the least criminal person in the world. I have no crimes, zero crimes. And he's looking at me. So he has no talent and is, is, you know, seems to be very terrible at his job. So he's looking for a six foot eight Latino and he keeps choosing you. There you go. (laughs) I don't know if that all makes sense considering that you have been looked into many times for corruption. By terrible people who who hate this country. And, And the fact is Berman, you know, I liked Chris Berman. He did the, he did football on ESPN room and mm-hmm. he had the nicknames. He had the nicknames and not as good as me with the nicknames, not as good as me, but uh, I think Berman, he's been fired. So it kind of proves that he's not good at his job because if he's been fired, clearly he wasn't good. Well, clearly I'm dizzy right now, Mr. Berman. Mr. President. Well, why don't you take next week off because you're no longer the tech stuff guy, okay? I thought you you started strongly and then you asked these nasty questions. I'm not asking a nasty question. You just were, I just felt like I was, we're just going in circles. So that's why I said I was dizzy because all these bad people are looking at you who's a good person and these people are wrong and that's why they were fired. So it was a really great decision. Well, I agree. And let's hope Kim Guilfoyle agrees. (laughs) Let's hope. Now, Mr. President, we've spoken about COVID before, and you refuse to wear a mask. You it's unnecessary. Were, I don't refuse. I just don't. It's not necessary. You were uh, great health. Six, I have great health. Right. Eighty of your staffers are tested positive for COVID. I know if you didn't test, they wouldn't have it. I understand that exactly. But there has been a spike in COVID in twenty-nine states. Now, do you think COVID is a problem and reopening uh, the economy is a problem? Do you not think that yet? No, I think it's the problem is we're discovering that COVID is passed through Mountain Dew and uh, incest. And unfortunately, in states like Florida and Georgia, uh, Texas, Arizona, Arizona, that we're seeing a spike because it's getting through through those activities. A lot of Mountain Dew incest. So it has nothing to do about reopening the country. No, no, we need to get our country to Mountain back. Dew. Okay. So it's incest to Mountain Dew and has nothing to do about... We're just, getting our country back. If mm-hmm. these people can't do it in the correct way, then that's too bad. But we're getting our country back. We're getting our economy back. We're wide open. We're wide open, just like Kim Guilfoyle tomorrow in Arizona. So, (laughs) 
you you can't stop thinking about her. I mean, it was really from the first minute. It's not her even up. her. You got to understand. It's not even her. Melatonin, even though she's 50 and that's disgusting, is younger and hotter than Kim Guilfoyle. She's like, Kim Guilfoyle is the Suncoast video to Melatonin's blockbuster. Okay. And I got to tell you, I'm doing this for Don Jr. I could care less about Kim Guilfoyle. She's a sad, like, lady. She was married to a Democrat governor who, by the way, Gavin Newsom. I'll say this, and I'm Don Jr.'s father. You go from Gavin Newsom to Don Jr., that's like going from Coca-Cola to, uh, you know, diarrhea water. And it's disgusting, and I think he needs to be proven, taken down. Don Jr. is doing a lot of talking. He thinks he's going to be president or something in 2024. So I just want him to know that he's nothing. He's nothing to me. And, you know, so... You know, I wish nothing but the best for Kim. Well, tomorrow should be interesting. Hopefully you have a lot of fun. Hopefully you Well, teach by the your... time the poor people who listen to this on the cheap feed, they may, they, they may already know what happened when it comes out that, you know, Kim Guilfoyle got, got the full Trump. Well, uh, good luck with that. And good luck teaching your son a lesson. Everyone teaches their kids a lesson in different ways. And you have a strange form of discipline, Mr. President. Maybe next time he'll get me a Father's Day present. <laughs> well, he'll learn the hard way this time. Maybe this is a new Father's Day tradition. I had great traditions <laughs> with my father, but maybe now we reverse it. And instead we shame our, the next generation gets shamed instead of, you know, great lessons. It's a different way of learning. It's negative reinforcement instead of positive reinforcement. It's called strong parenting, actually. It's called strong yeah. parenting. Well, Mr. President, I wish you luck tomorrow in Arizona. I wish you luck with Kimberly. I wish you luck uh, oh. teaching your son a lesson. And oh. um, Yes. Um, and everyone who listened, we, we appreciate you. And, uh, of course, please check out um, iTunes and, and leave a review and give a five-star rating. And on, on Thursday at 8 o'clock, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, that's June 25th. That's actually the day before my birthday, Mr. President. We have a live, Don't care. <laughs> we have a live, live pod and a Q&A. So for all the uh, Perfect 10 Patreon patriots, and you can I join our I think our, our Q&A Patreon. should be QAnon. We should call it QAnon. QAnon? That's like these people that love me online and like these dark web chat rooms. They love Trump, so... So we could change it around. QAnon. Uh, so if you're not on the Patreon, choose a level that suits you. Patreon.com slash MPGA. And again, that is this Thursday, June 25th for the live pod, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We will send you a link uh, for the Zoom. And um, you can follow us at TrumpPod on Instagram and Twitter at JL Coven and at JNOG. And um, if you're around this Wednesday, June 24th, if you live in Amenia, New York, in the Hudson Valley, upstate New York, I will be at the Four Brothers Drive-In with Ophira Eisenberg, Jordan Carlos, and Joe Larson at 8.30 p.m. PlayEatDrink.com for tickets. We're doing an outdoor drive-in comedy show. Mr. President, the floor is yours. <laughs> oh, we're ready? Okay. Sorry, I was... I thought I'd already missed my chance to bang Kim Kilfoyle because that went so long. Anyway, we're doing great things. We're doing strong things. We thank you for listening to the podcast. Be sure to tell a friend. And hi, everybody. It's JL. Uh, thank you for listening. Much appreciated. 
only announcements I have, I guess, are in all seriousness, um, we're getting a lot of interest from advertisers uh, and possible tour dates for the show as the year goes on. So if you're able to tell a friend to try the show, I don't know if this is the episode you may offer them. You may say there's a little too much Kim Guilfoyle uh, cuckolding of Don Jr. talk, but <laughs> You know, I still thought it was funny until I probably took it a little too far. But the point is, if you share an episode you like with a friend, that's the best way at this point for us to keep growing. Um, there's not a lot of media opportunities right now. Um, so, you know, pick out an episode, get a friend to try the show. Uh, much appreciated. And as for me, uh, my new channel, Trump the Internet, is up on YouTube. Uh, there will be three new videos going up on that this week. There's already three videos on it. So please go subscribe. Um, if you just look at my Twitter or whatever, you can find the link somewhere in the, in the timeline if you can't find it on YouTube, but it's going to be a lot of very funny content. So if you like this podcast, you'll really like that channel. So I guess that's it. Thank you for listening. Have a great, safe and healthy week and uh, God help us all.